Sound the alarms. Alert. 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 Darius, a continental giant rabbit, is missing. It's believed to have been stolen. Of course, it couldn't have run away. No way. It is the world's longest rabbit. Well, it was in 2010. Over four feet long. You see the picture of this rabbit. It's a, a mighty big rabbit. And you'd get a lot of stew out of that rabbit. Oh, no. I mean, no, you couldn't cook a rabbit like that. The owner, Annette Edwards from Worcestershire, uh, Stolton Worcestershire, by the way, uh, to be specific, has offered a thousand euro reward for his return. And it's a very, very sad day this past weekend when she went out to his enclosure, which is in the garden, and he's gone. Now, Darius is too old to breed, so you couldn't steal him for breeding purposes. I mean, you could and then realize, dude, why don't you hop to it? <laughs> Get it? Hop to it? But he couldn't. So uh, if you have seen Darius or know someone who has, you know, mistakenly taken the world's longest rabbit, you need to turn it in and go ahead and get your thousand dollar euro reward because we cannot have this. This will not stand. Okay. If you know where the whereabouts are of Darius, the world's longest rabbit, hop to it. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So, the science is settled. Really? No, actually, it's not. There is a new layer in the Earth. Apparently, innermost which will soon be a movie. The Earth has another layer in its core. Wait, what? The science isn't settled? Yes, scientists have discovered yet another layer deep inside the core of the Earth. Now, this new layer is difficult to observe. Its existence may point to an unknown dramatic event in Earth's history. Uh. Investigating the structure of the inner core can help us understand more about Earth's history and evolution. It's very exciting. And it might mean we have to rewrite the textbooks. So, I guess... <laughs> the science isn't settled. Right? Right? The one thing that is settled, though, is Moinkbox is going to send you the best most delicious meat, pork, I guess pork is meat, uh, lamb, I guess lamb is meat too, chicken, I mean chicken is meat too, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon, I guess the salmon is meat too, to your door. It is awesome, moinkbox.com. If you go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now, you'll get free ground beef for a year. I know. I know. On behalf of Moinkbox, you're welcome. Look, Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb. The pork and chicken and the wild-caught Alaskan salmon is so good. I'll have to post the picture of my steak that I cooked the other night, the Moinkbox steak. It was so good. You can see it in the picture how awesome it is. The animals raised outdoors. The fish swim wild in the ocean, and moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all the other junk you find in the pre-packaged meats in the meat aisle. Sign up at moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now to get a year of ground beef for free. And then pick the meats you want delivered in your first box. And you can change what you get each month, and you can cancel any time. Moink was founded by an eighth-generation farmer who was uh, featured on Shark Tank. You may have seen him. Uh, Kevin O'Leary, uh, is Mr. Wonderful, said it's uh, the best bacon he's ever tasted. And uh, I will say that uh, it's pretty darn good. I was, uh, I was uh, really, really, what's the word I'm looking for? Overjoyed? Yeah, that's the word we'll use today. Overjoyed. Become overjoyed with Moink meat. <laughs> I mean, it is... 
Uh, this really is incredible. Go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. And you sign up, you get a year of the best ground beef you'll ever taste. Uh, it's for a limited time. So go to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. I am telling you, when you slice into that steak, you're going to say to yourself, oink, oink. I'm just so happy I got moinked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So not only are you going to become overjoyed, you're going to say, oink, oink. I'm just so happy I got moinked. Yeah. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. Get that year ground beef for free with you with your sign up uh, for a limited time. But for sure, uh, you're going to be enjoying this uh, tremendous product that comes right to your door. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Okay. So it happened again. Schwab accidentally puts $1.2 million into a customer's Fidelity account. Uh, what? I, every time we do these stories, you know, it's just incredible that people think they're going to get away with it. Because, I, you know, we talked about it. I would, too. You figure, well, yeah, now you take a shot. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> so, in February, uh, a customer... Asked for $82.56, okay, by accident because of a software enhancement, they transferred $1.2 million into her account. So when the company finally realized, hey, uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> We are missing a little over a million bucks and, uh, you know, like almost uh, 1.2 million. And we don't know where it is. Oh, look, we put it into this lady's account down in Louisiana. Huh. So they attempted to get their money back. She did not answer the phone. So they kept trying for a month. And then they said, ooh, we're going to file a complaint and we're going to get a hold of the sheriff's department and we're going to have them look her up. Yeah, they found her. They arrested her. She has uh, now been arrested on charges of bank fraud, theft, and illegal transmission of monetary funds. Ah, okay. Uh, you sent it to her. Why is that illegal for her to transfer it? Oh, wait, it's not her money. Uh, she transferred about 350000 into another account and used it. Most of the money has been recovered. Most of the money has been recovered. I mean, come on now. So she transfers 350000 into the other account. She bought a new car, a 2021 Hyundai Genesis sport utility vehicle, and a home. Bless her heart. So they got most of their money back. It was your mistake over your, you know, software enhancement issue. You can't just let her keep the car in the house. Or maybe you just say, hey, sell the house. And you keep the car. Sorry. Uh, okay. I don't know. They Look, they it's their money and it was a mistake. And you know it was a mistake when you got it. Or at least, you know, you, you pretty much know that it's not the $82.56 that you had requested. <laughs> hey... Is that, uh, well, with inflation, my 82 bucks is worth a lot now. Yeah, it's not quite worth 1.2 million, though. So, now, that having been said, all right, she's now fired from her job because of this. Wow. And, uh, you know, she's not, of course, answering phone calls or answering emails to find out how she feels about it. But I just, okay. Are we going to, she deserves to lose her job over that? Come on now. Come on now. That just doesn't seem fair. And remember, Schwab has, uh, this isn't new for Schwab. Uh, you know, remember, uh, and, and then we had the big story from Deutsche Bank where they inadvertently transferred 28 billion euros to one of its outside accounts. Ah, eh, you know. I'm sure that that was just a, uh, 
software enhancement issue. But we've talked about it before. You know, I, it's so it would be so difficult not to spend that money. Now, really, what she could have done, and they probably would have let her get away with that. The government doesn't let you get away with this, but Schwab probably would have. Had you invested the $1.2 million, right? And then when they called and you just, you know, invested it. So, you you know, even if you just put it into a, a, a interest-bearing account and just take as much as you can for as long as you have the money. So when they call and they say, hey, we, uh, we realized we had a little software enhancement issue and we erroneously transferred $1.2 million into your account. Um, and you were only supposed to get $82.56. Remember that? <laughs> Back in February? And you say, oh, yeah, I was wondering about that. I didn't want anything to happen to it. So, uh, you know, I put it in this other account. Do you need me to transfer that back to you or can I keep it? And when the guy who doesn't have any humor at all says, <laughs> well, that's funny, man, but we're going to need our money back. Okay, no problem. Let me send you the $1.2 million. So whatever money you've made on the interest for that, with the amount of time that you've had it, is yours. And they get their money back. And you can make, I'm guessing, I could be wrong, but I'm guessing between the time you got the money and they asked for it back, you know, maybe you don't take the first call. <laughs> maybe you wait till the second call. And you... Take your, your, the interest that you make on that money is probably going to be more than $82.56. So you come out ahead and everybody's happy, right? No, they'd still want that money back. I know the government says no way, right? If, if the, if we've heard stories before where the government sends people, you know, the wrong amounts of money and they try that and they want it all back. They want the interest back. They want it all back. That's the ill gotten gains. Well, that's the government. Is Charles Schwab the government? Well, maybe in today's world they are. You know, maybe we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. But, I mean, you know, Netflix and Viacom and Amazon. and You know, some stars all signed that big letter opposing voter integrity laws. So they certainly think they have the, the power of the government behind them. That's for sure. Um, remember, that, uh, not too long ago, you know. Just a few days ago, we were talking about the Ever Given, the uh, ship <laughs> that, uh, you know, had the Suez Canal blocked for uh, almost a week. And so it has been seized by the Egyptian authorities. They, I mean, they just took the boat or the ship. They're seeking $916 million in compensation from the owners for blocking the Suez Canal. Oh, wow. So good luck. We're just going to take your ship. You know what? Uh, you don't have to pay us the $916 million, but we're just going to go ahead and take your ship. Well, we'd kind of like our ship back to... No, sorry. Not until you pay us. It'll be interesting to see uh, how fast uh, they work out a deal. And they'll probably work out some kind of deal, right? The company will say, look, we, we can't come up with $916 million today. I mean, you want it cash? So, you know, we'll pay you over time, but just give us our ship back so we can actually make some money. So you'll, that'll be, that'll be what happens. I'm pretty sure. But, uh, the good news is, is that U S consumer prices have increased the most in nearly nine years. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, that's great. Driving, uh, more than half of the increase gas prices shot up almost 10% month over month. I don't want to, you know, don't, don't, I don't want to bog you down with facts, but it was 9.1% month over month. Uh, and they claim that Americans are buying with gusto because the states have eased restrictions, while at the same time, supply chain bottlenecks have led to lower inventory levels for businesses. Okay, so should we be worried about inflation? Ah, no, stop talking like that. What are you out of your mind? Don't worry about it. We've got nothing to compare it against. People a year ago were, you know, we were simply not buying anything. We were stuck at home, so we can't compare it to anything. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Well, I mean, some economists are concerned that too much stimulus is going to cause, uh, you know, an overheated economy. Oh, no. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that former treasure, Treasury Secretary who said, you know, uh, what's being done is uh, substantially excessive. <laughs> can we quote you on that, Larry? Yes, we can. Uh, what's being done is substantially ex- excessive. Yeah, no kidding. Now, the Fed just, you know, they expect it's a temporary bump in prices. It's going to smooth out once the supply chains figure that out. Oh, so the the supply chains you're blaming on what? Oh, that's right. There was a ship blocking the Suez Canal with all those goods on it. That's right. Right. So the whole supply chain thing has been out of kilter because of the ship. You know, the one that was seized by the Egyptian government. Oh. Okay. All right. I guess if you guess if you say so. Did you know this? That more than 50%, speaking of goods and services, more than 50% of the global market share for seeds, seeds is controlled by Bayer, DuPont, and Syngenta. Or I guess it's Syngenta, Syngenta, S-Y-N-G-E-N-T-A, Syngenta, uh, DuPont, and Bayer. So three corporations own half of the global market for for seeds. Seeds! And farmers' rights activists are worried about the growing privatization of the genetic sequences of plants. What? Why would you be worried about something like that? Stop it. It's fine. Ah, People are so, so crazy. It's so crazy. Did you also see, I'm just going down now, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. So it's tax season. You know, I guess today is, if you're listening live, today is the 15th of April, 2021. So it's, you know, technically tax day, but not really because everybody's been pushed off. If you haven't been in some kind of disaster area in your state, you've got until next month, I think. And the rest of the people in all these disaster states have got until June or July or whenever. They'll figure it out. When they come knocking at your door, that's when you owe them money. So they uh, believe that tax evasion in the U.S. costs the government about a trillion dollars a year. Now, a decade ago, they claimed that it was $440 billion a year. So it's gone up a little bit. And they claim that it's not your everyday Americans that are causing this uh, this shortfall of government money being taken from you and me. It is the wealthy Americans and large corporations. Yeah, it's the rich and the corporations, you bastards. Hugh bastard, you are costing the government a trillion dollars a year. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? And, you know, we were talking about goods and services. My daughter is going to be so bummed. Is so bummed. You may as well be too. Okay. And you might well be as bummed as she is. All right. So, you know, the, uh, the Bobo tea that I, you know, my daughter loves the stupid Bobo tea and you get the extra large straw and you get the bubble and the tea lid and you know whatever the bobo supply chain is drying up oh no the slurpable little tapioca balls yes the supply chain because of the pandemic is uh going down to nothing there's a shortage right so uh 99 of the u.s bobo is imported from overseas taiwan is the biggest supplier of the pre-made balls but even but even u.s shops that roll out their own pearls depend on tapioca starch from the cassava plants grown in thailand so good luck good luck getting your bobo bobo shops are going to be shutting down if they were trying to reopen anyway and the uh the could they're saying that it could take months to get the supply chain back. Wow. Just amazing. I mean, we we talked about the we talked about the uh the global supply supply chains for all the other stuff that's happening throughout the, because of the pandemic. The uh the, the semiconductor chips, we have a shortage of uh, just now the bobo tea. We have uh the price of chlorine shooting through the roof. All right, because uh, they're saying that uh, they're saying that they're because of 
there's a shortage of chlorine used to you know treat swimming pools and they're claiming that yeah it could run out because you know the increased demand for residential pools during the COVID 19 pandemic and a fire at one of the largest chlorine plants <laughs> yeah just that you know just reckon one of the biggest chlorine plants in the country that may have had something to do with it really yeah yeah it's it's crazy right now so anyway you know we're just trying to get that chlorine back and uh you know we may or may not be able to get that chlorine pipeline back up and running but that means the price is going to skyrocket and you know as soon as we can get this factory up and running those prices will drop right away will they and we have more food shortages according to this all right it says in here possible short supply as restrictions ease yeah we're blaming it on oh the states are opening up and now we've got a shortage of food people were still buying food all through the pandemic what are you kidding me so they're saying bacon hot dogs bacon and hot dogs there may be a shortage of what people didn't buy bacon and hot dogs during the pandemic so now this is a big surprise because the supply train has been squeezed no stop it i won't believe it i don't this is just a way to raise the prices and it's working it's working you know what uh we can't for the life we'd love to be able to get hot dogs to the grocery stores but because states are opening up restrictions opening up from their restrictions people are out buying more they might be buying more other stuff they're, not, they're same, buying the same amount of food come on now they may even be buying less food because they realize you know i sat at home and ate hot dogs and bacon this past year maybe i ought to cut back on that a little bit <laughs> come on now come on come on aren't you happy aren't you happy we've got a new administration in the government the white house and boy they're just making things that much better aren't they <laughs> yes yes they are yes they are wow all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm gonna have another sip man that is <laughs> i needed that desperately so if you are taking a sip of your break room refreshment right now a reminder that if you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber to chewing the fat you need to uh you know step up your game a little bit and uh, make your life a little bit better by subscribing to this program uh, you're listening right now on someone else's uh device and you're using whatever platform they chose to listen to this show on you could do the very same subscribe on whatever platform warms the cockles of your heart you can use iTunes or iHeartRadio or Stitcher or Spotify or there's a plethora of other platforms out there that carry Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So subscribe and turn your life around just that much. Just a little bit. Just a little bit because when you turn your life around just a little bit, more and more things of greatness happen. And it'll be because you subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Did you see where uh, AP Stylebook has now told us that, and, and they, this is actually something they brought up a few years ago too, to uh, for people not to use the term mistress for a woman who is in a long-term sexual relationship with and is financially supported by a man who is married to someone else. Instead, use an alternative like companion, friend, or lover on first reference and then provide additional details so just on first reference when you're talking about someone who is a mistress don't call them that on first reference <laughs> you can always provide additional details later my favorite there were some great uh some great comebacks to this ap stylebook posted this on their twitter account and uh, the first one that i saw was uh call them vice president <laughs> i mean that's not funny and i didn't laugh at it at all at all 
Some others that came along were uh, Side Piece, Home Wrecker. <laughs> Just, you know, some, some of the things that you might want to call a mistress as you provide additional details later. Uh, one of my other favorite responses was obviously somebody at AP is banging a married dude. <laughs> Uh, that's what they said on Twitter. I, I'm just repeating what is said on Twitter. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I didn't, uh, you know, not doing that. So apparently, uh, this has been kind of a thing with AP Stylebook for a while, a while, because there's no male equivalent. So we need to be nice about the female mistress or companion, friend, or lover. And, you know, provide additional details later because there's no male equivalent. Well, sure there is. Uh, I'm pretty sure that, uh, pretty sure Homewrecker and uh, <laughs> Sidepiece are pretty gender, gender even, right? They're gen those are gender fluid terms. <laughs> yes, you can be a side piece. And a homewrecker, or a homewrecker, and be male, female, or whatever gender you want to be. It's the same thing, right? This is Harry. He's a homewrecker. This is Mary. She's a homewrecker. Both mistresses. You can provide additional details later, right? Yes, I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure that's the case. <laughs> Also, I saw these, all these stories kind of tie in together in my mind. So, you know, if they don't tie together with you, sorry, uh, this is my show and it's my mind. That's kind of a promo there. It's my show. It's my mind. Uh, David Hasselhoff's daughter is, uh, going to be Playboy's Playboy magazine's first plus size news model, nude 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 it's also news but she's going to be the first plus i'm already i'm torn over this whole story she's going to be the first plus size nude model to grace the cover now i started doing a little research on Haley hasselhoff and i know this may come as a surprise <laughs> but she's gonna be a uh you know on the cover of playboy dutchland's may issue and uh, she thanked everyone, and she's deeply humbled and honored to be the first ever curve model on a European cover of Playboy. But uh, she says, I am overcome with emotion around what is what this cover signifies for inclusivity and its greater purpose towards female empowerment. Well, you know, I started doing a little research on Haley, and while she is a plus model, uh, she likes to call herself the first curve model. Uh, while that is the case, she's not uh, what you would. You, she's not what you think of when you think of plus-sized females. So it's a little misleading because if you go to her Instagram, uh, yeah, you know, I get that she she is more of a curve model than a plus-size model. But this gets Playboy off the hook, right? They're good. With, uh, you know, hey, we've, we had we had fat people on. I mean, plus-size people on. And uh, look, we got Haley Hasselhoff on the cover in, in, in Europe. You know, we're promoting it all over the world, of course, because of Dad, David. And uh, so she's fine. We, we've already got that covered. Because she isn't really plus-sized. She's more of, as she calls herself, a curve model. She's more of that. So congratulations to Haley and, you know, anybody that makes Playboy, uh, you know, congratulations. You're doing a great job with your life. But I'm just saying that she's not really what you think of when you think of a plus size model. So congratulations, Haley. Congratulations. So an OnlyFans mom is getting in trouble, getting a little, taking a little heat because she enlisted her 13 year old daughter to take what they're, what's being headlined as raunchy pics of her. Well, okay. So she's got an OnlyFans account and she said that she, you know, her teenage daughter, 13 years old. I mean, that's, you know, it's 
a little girl, but it's not a little girl. I get it. And she, that's who takes the pictures of her. Now, she's a 40-year-old mother of five. And her children, you know, don't mind her showing off her body. Probably not because she's making a fortune off of, off of, uh, you know, <laughs> off of her account. I guarantee she's making a little cash on the OnlyFans account. And why not have it stay in the family? Uh, let the kids take the pictures. <laughs> I mean, come on now. So the people are a little upset at her about that. But I'm I'm torn. I'm torn. Don't look at me like that. I'm just torn. She's not doing, you know, she's so she, and she says raunchy pics. While I haven't been to uh, Carrie's OnlyFans account, I'm guessing that whatever they are, it's not what, you know, it, it's not what they haven't seen when mom gets out of the shower every day. So, she has the 19-year-old or the 13-year-old taking pics. She's got uh, a 19-year-old and 18-year-old. Then she has a 13 and a 12-year-old with the second husband and a 6-year-old. Wow, she's gone through a couple husbands. <laughs> it's kind of a surprise that she's gone through a couple husbands. So the 19 and 18-year-old are with one ex-husband. The 13 and 12-year-old are with second husband and the six year old with the late ex. So she had an ex that died in her second husband. <laughs> you can well understand. You can well understand why she has her daughter taking the pictures up. Yeah, look at this. It says here she's raking in according to her. Now, I don't know. I don't know if this is, you know, she's saying this just for tax purposes or not. But according to her, she's raking in $200,000 a month on this OnlyFans site. Okay. All right. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Oh, no, this isn't her. No, this is the other. This is the Christian lady we talked about. That's right. The, the minister lady who decided, yeah. Man, I, I'm a big fan of uh, being a minister in church and everything, but I'm more of a fan of 200000 a month by <laughs> uh, people looking at my pictures online. So she did that. But so it doesn't say what our girl is making, Carrie, having her daughter take those pictures. But, uh, you know, come on now. If the Christian lady if the Christian lady's making a couple hundred thousand, you know that this... Uh, you know, former UK pop star Carrie Katona uh, is going to rake in more than that. So she's doing okay. So let's keep it in the family, right? Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, of course I am. See, as you see where Disney, again, these stories are all just kind of together, you know, mixed up with each other. The Disney adopting the gender-inclusive costumes for the theme park staff. Oh, that's so good of them makes me want to go to disney even more so they now are allowing cast members at its theme parks to show up to work showing their tattoos and wearing whatever gender costume they like we want our guests to see their own backgrounds and traditions reflected in the stories experiences and products they encounter in their interactions with disney that's not what disney was for Okay, I get it. This is where we're living in a new world, okay? But they wanted to, uh, you know, they're tiling in a place where everyone is welcome. Well, it always was a place where everyone is welcome. But it was a place for you to go and get away from everyday stuff. It was part of... I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm just going to move on from the story because I'm getting angry and I... I shouldn't get angry. You should just be happy. It's the happy place. It's Disney. It's happy. It's Disney. Uh, Courtney Stott. Uh, she has come out as non-binary. Good for you, Courtney. Good for you. She claims she's lived too long hiding from who she really is. <laughs> Amen. Amen, Courtney. Now, she says, and this is according to a tweet from her, uh, they, them, theirs. I don't identify as she or her. I've never felt like I ever fit in anywhere. 
I was bullied horribly in school because I was different. The other girls never understood me. I never really connected with anyone my age. My spirit is fluid with a kaleidoscope of colors. Oh, that's so special, Courtney, right? Courtney Stodden, good for you. Good for you. I mean, it's good. I know you never fit in, and I, you know, I believe you. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and believe you that you were bullied because that's what you say. So I'll believe you. But, uh, you know, I'm just happy that your spirit is fluid with a kaleidoscope of color. That's, that's really, really nice. <laughs> and Jojo Siwa, you know, the dance mom, uh, and I'm sure you catch the, you know, the dance mom star. She has now come out neither gay nor straight. Uh, she, while presenting the award for outstanding children's programming at the 32nd annual glad media awards during her speech, she told kids that they can be in love with whoever they want. She said that I recently just came out as part of the LGBTQ community and I have the best, most amazing, wonderful girlfriend in the entire world who makes me so, so, so happy. And that is all that matters. I think it's really cool now that kids all around the world who hook up to me can now see... I'm sorry. not That's just me thinking out loud. Uh, let's go back to her, what she said. I think it's really cool now that kids all around the world who look up to me can now see that loving who you want to love is totally awesome. If you want to fall in love with a girl, if you want to fall in love with a boy, if you want to fall in love with somebody who is they, them, or who is non-binary, that is incredible. Love is awesome. You can be in love with whoever you want to be in love with, and it should be celebrated. And amazingly, now today in the world, it is. Amen, Jojo. Amen. So McDonald's. McDonald's is mandating anti-harassment training worldwide <laughs> right okay good they said that it's gonna mandate mandate worker training to combat harassment discrimination and violence in its restaurants worldwide is that a problem at mcdonald's i mean when you work at mcdonald's are you getting harassed if you're not working the drive through window are you getting harassed because you're the one making the French fries and not the burgers? Or the, I just want my food, man. What are you talking about? So the training is going to be required for 2 million workers at 39,000 stores worldwide. It's really important that we be very clear. A safe and a respectful workplace where people feel like they're going to be protected is critically important for our business. I don't necessarily disagree with that. There, uh, Chris Kemsensky, the CEO and president of McDonald's. It's just what society is expecting. Yeah, it should be that way. You know what? You're right. I don't know that we need the training for that, but maybe we do. Uh, it should be right. I should be able to just go into McDonald's and say, hey, uh, how can I help you today? What would you like? Okay, it'll be this much. Thank you. Have a nice day. And that should be that should be it. And then when the manager comes up and says, Hey, there's stuff spilled there. Can you mop it up? That's part of your job. It shouldn't be, oh, you're bullying me at work. You're doing that. You're only doing that because I'm the new girl. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah. It's not because you're a black girl, a brown girl, a yellow girl, a white girl, a red and yellow girl. It doesn't matter. Alright, just mop the floor. So Anyway, congratulations. Um, apparently, apparently workers have complained about unwanted touching. Well, that is a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. Lewd comments, verbal abuse, and physical assaults while on the job. Yeah, those, those are not good. However, let me say this. You have 2 million workers at 39,000 stores around the world. I'm guessing here, but you're going to have a few problems. There's going to be, there's going to be a few people that, uh, you know, fall through the cracks. So maybe if you have this training, it helps you out. I don't know. I don't know. Come on. I know that, uh, you know, we've had, 
people complain about stuff happening at their stores. I get it. And their feedback. And especially nobody wants to be touched unwantedly or have lewd comments or verbal abuse or physical assaults while on the job. Actually, I would say that nobody wants that to happen whether they're on the job or not. <laughs> That's, you know, just me. Uh, figure that everybody is, uh, you know, against unwanted touching lewd comments, verbal abuse, and physical assaults, whether you're on the job or not. (laughs) And some workers have accused managers of ignoring their complaints or retaliating by giving them fewer shifts or transferring them to other stores. So, you bastards. You bastards. We're going to fix that right now. You hear me? We're going to fix that right now. And one of the ways we're going to fix that is we're going to make sure that we have executives who represent us, which is why veteran CBS News executive Kimberly Godwin has now been tapped to lead ABC News. She's going to be the first black executive to run a major U.S. broadcast news division. Good for her. Good for her. And wait a minute. 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 CBS News has been tapped to lead ABC News. She's going to be the first black executive to run a major U.S. broadcast news division. Wait a minute. What? I thought my man. What about my man? Lester Holt. Isn't he in charge of NBC News? I mean, he does the NBC Nightly News and the Dateline stuff and his other special stuff. But I guess maybe he's not in charge of NBC News. All right. Because Rashida Jones became the first black woman to head the cable news network at msnbc right so okay i guess godwin takes over abc and they're calling that a you know major u.s broadcast news division and not nbc all right i guess if you get that all right fine 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 we'll see i look it doesn't matter if they can do the job great i don't care again it doesn't matter that's the point just don't do it because it's the right the good thing the good thing to do do it because it's the right thing to do for your company uh you know i okay just good for you good for you i mean this is where we're at now is remember the tv show luther that idris elba did and i love that show it was great he plays a you know detective And he did it for, I think, four seasons. And the last season was a shortened season. And he, you know, I don't think he's ever going to go back to it, although he's been asked to do it a bunch of times. I think he just got tired of being that character. And he's done a few other things to make him a little bit of cash since Luther. But uh, apparently, according to the uh, BBC's head of creative diversity, ooh, his uh, character falls short in the realness department. Wait, what? He's a black police officer? Yeah, but he doesn't have any black friends, and so it doesn't feel authentic. And he doesn't eat any Caribbean food, so it's just not real. Wait. A fake character? How about a on a make-believe TV show doesn't seem real enough. Okay, all right. Thank you, BBC's head of creative diversity. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Ugh, I, I can't. I just can't. So have you decided whether you're going to get the vaccine or not? I, I mean, either way, people are uh, hardcore on whatever side they're on. That's for sure. I know that we had, uh, you know, we talked about the AstraZeneca issues with blood clots. We talked about the Johnson & Johnson issues with blood clotting or, you know, the presumed blood clotting issues. They don't necessarily know if it's the vaccine or not that causes them. Plus, there's all kinds of drugs that we take or that are on the market that cause possible blood clotting and that's why you go to a physician and get 
you know, get it taken care of so that they are prepared and have you prepared for anything that may or may not be an issue with whatever medicine you're on, right? But it doesn't matter with the vaccine because now, uh, you know, they're just get the vaccine, right? I mean, they're, they're fine. They're safe. Stop it. Now, I think the Johnson & Johnson is still paused. I don't know about the AstraZeneca. That may be paused uh, some places around the world. Uh, I was real close in my mind to getting the Johnson & Johnson. So, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know where I'm at anymore with it. I really don't. Um, I know that we have, uh, you know, there's plenty of places now that are saying uh, we're not going to allow you to do things unless you've been vaccinated. I mean, I know that they're, you know, made a big deal about the... Uh, the pass in Israel and they're going to make sure that you, you know, have been vaccinated. They're going to have a, uh, vaccine pass in New York. I know that, uh, one, the league in the NFL here in the U S has vowed that, uh, no NFL employee would be required. Uh, to get the vaccine however if you don't get the covid vaccine you're going to lose access to the facilities and the players so if you lose access to the facilities and the players you really won't have any job will you (laughs) yeah that's it though you just have to get the vaccine if you want access to the facilities and work with the players that's it now they say there's going to be exceptions And that would be if you can document some sort of medical or religious reason for not getting the shot. Okay, well, good luck. Good luck in having that done. You're going to have to jump through some serious hoops to prove that you are an exception to the vaccine mandate rule. That you just will. You, You just will, man. It will have to be... Uh, what did they say? A bona fide medical or religious reason for not getting the vaccine. People are not happy about it. I know I saw one NFL wife saying that uh, we have pregnant wives, wives who are breastfeeding, wives who have already had COVID. It's so dangerous to get vaccinated now. None of us are comfortable with getting the vaccine. None of us should be forced to do so in order to watch our own husbands play live. Ah, we're not forcing you. I don't know why you keep saying that. You could watch your husband's live on television at home not in these parks though (laughs) you can watch them anywhere you want we're not telling you you got to get vaccine we're just telling you that if you want to come in this particular place and deal with any of these people that are working at this particular place that you need to be vaccinated that's it that's it we're not telling you you have to get vaccinated what are you stupid (laughs) i mean it's amazing it's amazing it really is and so now, I mean, I don't know, they're, they're developing a microchip. Pentagon says that they're developing a microchip uh, that will continuously detect the virus in the body. So let's see, they're attempting to develop a coronavirus vaccine that would protect recipients from all variants and add implantable microchip technology that can detect the virus in the body. So they want to develop a coronavirus vaccine that would protect the recipients from all the variants. I don't know that that's even possible. And add implantable microchip technology. I'm sure that is possible that will detect the virus in the body so do they wave do they have a detection wand that they wave over your body oh yeah he's fine i mean it's star trek right i mean this oh yeah he's okay he's good this is what's wrong with him i gotta fix it done is that what's happening and so when they develop that is that going to be for you and me walking on the street or is that just going to be for the military So they'll say, we're not mandating it for everyone, but if you want to be in the military, you got to get this vaccine and this particular microchip technology. That's what will come first. No, no question. And look, we're not telling you that everyone has to do it, but if you want your family, 
to live on base, <laughs> you know, to live on government property <laughs> while you're actually in the military, well, they're going to have to get it as well. So we're not telling you, I mean, they don't have to live here. You could have them live somewhere else off government property. But I mean, that's what's coming, right? That is what's coming. My gosh. Things are moving really, really fast, aren't they? They sure are. I mean, we can go, I can go down the list of things that are, uh, that are going on in this country that it just seems like they're moving so fast and you turn around and something that you thought would, you know, used to take a while is being done or being talked about being done. And it's just incredible. And it's been since, I mean, things have been moving fast for quite some time now, but they have really sped up since this new administration. And I, you know, I know I, I try to stay away from politics on this show, but I mean, this administration has really picked up the pace and they need to, right? Because now they have, they have the, they have the house and they have the Senate with their vice president pushing them over the top. And if they get rid of the filibuster and they add to the Supreme court and they've got to do it now because everybody's concerned that, uh, you know, in 2022, they're going to lose the house and they're going to lose the Senate I don't even know that that's going to happen, to be honest with you. But uh, it's uh, things are moving pretty fast. So just be careful and love your family. Wow. That is not the way I thought about ending this show today. I'll tell you that. But thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. All right. I, I can't end. I can't end the show with that. So let's just end with a piece of information. Okay. This is something that I learned today. And you can, I'll give it to you for free here on Chewing the Fat. Okay. Gore, G-O-R-E. You know what it is? All right. It's this. Do you know? Don't look at me like that. I'm just telling you what it is. Okay. What you call, what you call the centerpiece between the cups of a bra. I know. I didn't know that either. I just thought it was, you know, the centerpiece between the cups of the bra, but it's gore, G-O-R-E. That's what they called. All right. That's what they're called. And it, it, experts say, you know, that a bra fits when the gore lays flat against your chest. So now in the future, thanks to me and this show, you'll know that when you hear someone say, well, if the gore doesn't lay flat against your chest, then uh, that's a problem. You'll know that they're talking about the fit of your bra. I mean, you're welcome. (laughs) 